Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage. Later in the programme, I join lifestyle presenter Sadia Usmani again for another culinary tour. A few weeks ago, we headed to the Islamic Centre Canteen at Wan Chai Mosque. This time, I join her at the Cooked Food Market at the Hung Hum Municipal Services Building, where, with waitress Kara M, we sit down to true Cantonese food at a family restaurant. Hong Kong chicken is a come from kind of Waizhou, Huizhou of China. And then it is soft chicken. And otherwise you can try the, I don't know how to, how to say in the English, the Chinese is jujue kaipo. But first, Sushma Rana is an old friend of mine in Hong Kong. We've known one another for 25 years. She's the daughter of a Gurkha major who served the British Army in Hong Kong for more than 30 years and is now retired in Kathmandu. Sushma was born and grew up in Hong Kong and speaks Cantonese, Nepalese and English. We had a walk around what we could call Little Nepal in Jordan, an area around Temple Street and Battery Street where you can find Nepalese street stalls, provision stores, restaurants, beauty salons and jewellers. So Sushma, on a rainy day, we've just come into a Nepalese provision shop. This is called Paspati Shop. And it's in Jordan? Near the Temple Street. So now we're just looking at the shops. They have all sorts of stuff, lots of grocery. Lots of and you can food. also get your air tickets here, did you say? Yeah, 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 you can. So we've got lots of dry goods along here. Yeah, we've got lots of dry goods. We have something here called tiura. It's actually beaten rice. And what we used to do is my mum would give us tea, a proper cup of tea with milk and sugar. And what we do is we would put the the beaten rice into the tea and it will soak it up and we would eat it okay. so that was like a good snack time or what we like tea time and there's a lot of indian products as well like rashgulla and they're just like indian sweets with thick syrup they have a lot of lentils different kind of lentils so you've got beans and peas and there's a lot of other like pressure cooker and the police people love using pressure cooker because when you cook, it, uh, the food just cooks a little bit faster and saves a lot of time. Yes, because I was hearing from another Nepalese, and she works uh, as a beautician, that she likes having sweet potato, boiled sweet yes, potato for breakfast. Sweet, yes, but so she probably, use probably uses pressure cooker as well. Yeah. Saves a lot of time and energy. You've been telling me, Sushma, that your mum is a really good cook. Um, can you tell me some of her recipes or the things that you like to eat of hers? Oh, I love the soul routine she made. They're like, we call them Nepalese donut because it's just easier to explain to other people what they are. Yeah, they're just made with rice flour, water, sugar or honey, or and we put in ghee. But I think it just like uh, varies from different family or, you know, like what your taste buds are. So it's a slight sort of like a sweet rice bread? A sweet fried, yes, fried bread, yeah, yeah. And how would you eat it? You can dip it in tea, is good. Or you can just eat it on its own, or you might have some, like, side dishes on the side. That's what you normally get when you go and visit family or relatives, and if they make it, that's what you would have, like, side dishes. And we've got lots of uh, mixed pickles and 
chutneys in front of us. Yes, I just bought a bottle of uh, mustard oil because I'm making pickles for my friends at the moment. And I bought, these are uh, black mustard seeds. Yeah, so these will go well as well in the pickle. Himalayan salt here. Yeah, apparently the uh, pink Himalayan salt that's supposed to have like 24 minerals. They're really, really, really good for you. And the black one is good for, uh, I think, indigestion. But don't go easy on it. Don't take too much or, you know, like people will be giving you such dirty looks on the MTO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like uh, sugar. This is called mistidi, and this is actually gives you energy. So you can put this in, maybe boil it in water, and this will give you energy. Yeah, they, they don't call this sugar. This is like, I think, like another form of, I don't know, like rock salt, but in sugar form. Yeah. And then you've also got coriander. Yeah, we uh, have coriander, cumin. This is fennel Greek. And I you already were, have that. Now, when your mum cooked as a, a Nepali, she would cook different from Indian. How do you vary on the spices, would you say? I don't know. My mom kept her spices really simple. It was just cumin and coriander and uh, turmeric and salt. But the basic curry, uh, the basic gravy would include uh, ginger garlic paste and tomato and onion. And we didn't go, f we didn't, we don't use chili because, you know, my, my dad, my dad doesn't like chili. He doesn't like spicy food. So we just kept it simple. My God, and it was amazing. Such simple ingredients and, you know, amazing, amazing dishes. And this thing is rice yeast. We call, this is called, like, moritz. And this is good for making a rice wine. Yeah. Oh, so how do you do that? I think you cook up the rice, let it cool, and then you get the dried rice cake. And then you bash it into a powder, sprinkle it over the rice, mix it, let it cool, and then bottle it up. And that will take a few days. And what happened was the water will go to the bottom and the, uh, the rice will float on the top. Sushma and I are at the Pashupati stores. And that's uh, 190 Temple Street in Yaomate. And it's just got about everything. You've got shampoos, so everything for ablutions. You've also got plenty of clothing in here, actually, plus... Lots of spices and uh, dried goods. You've also got lots of different forms of henna hair dye. Now we look at the clothes section. So there's a lot of cardigans. I see there's bags. There's lots of wraparound skirts. I think the younger ones would wear that. And there's a lot of lungi. Lung, lungi is... They're just like uh, one piece of material and you have to fold it up. 
And is it is a batik type yeah, style? Yeah, it's like a batik it? style, yes. yeah. So I think a lot of these come from like uh, Indonesia because they have a lot of that batik. And then we have a lot of like very uh, lightweight t-shirts and we have a lot of scarves, saris. Is it quite complicated to put a sari on? Well, actually, I, th- I feel it is for me, right, because I don't really put saris on. But I think for maybe the person, for an average person, it's very simple. You know, I would probably need a lot of safety pin just to keep everything in place, which pro- people will probably laugh about this, okay? <laughs> so these trays here, that would be used for drying fish? Yeah, these are called, I think, nanglo. Yeah, these are called nanglo, yeah. And these are normally left for like, if you want to dry something. Yeah, if you want to dry things on it. So we'll go along hopefully and find another sari shop a bit further along. We're quite early in the morning here on a rainy day up here in Jordan. Would you say that this is a, you know, if you're looking for a bit of Nepalese culture and uh, food, uh, this, this is a really good place to hit in Hong Kong? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's other more like Nepalese community all over Hong Kong, but I think uh, maybe Jordan would be the place to come because there's more of it and you will probably see more Nepalese people as well. that you've brought to me to Sushma. I mean, we've been looking at dry goods, material, and uh, also a whole variety. So it's a real all-in-one shop, isn't it? Yeah, it's all-in-one shop. That means you don't really need to go far. I mean, like, if you're in Nepal and you wanted to get uh, certain stuff, you would have to go to, like, a couple of different places, right? But I think it being Hong Kong, you don't have that option. So everything is actually thrown into one shop. It's more like a supermarket, which has everything, right? Out here we've got any number of brass ornaments and vases. Uh, what are they used for? Oh, these are normally used in celebration, like in Diwali. Diwali is uh, the festival of lights. So what we have here is like, um, you can put lights, like tea lights. These are more for festive season. And you might even use it for, you know, your child's weaning. You know, like when they reach uh, a certain, let me see, I think it's like three months for girls and five months for boys when they start to eat like more of a solid food actually you can use for anything actually you can so you do you burn joysticks or yeah you can burn joysticks okay i was just asking because i saw some she has some parcels and they do do uh, like parcel express kind of thing oh, yeah. and then they, they only go to Kathmandu and Bukhara so I was asking if she goes to Chitwan because I have an uncle there and she said they don't go there oh, so they provi- but they provide a parcel service to yeah, the other parcel places. service yeah yeah I think yeah. they charge by the kilos yeah how you the parcel for Okay, I just asked her how long she's had the shop and she said uh, 10 years, uh, but not exactly in this current location. So it's been around, but around Jordan area, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, you were, did you come from Nepal to Hong Kong or were you born and grew up in Hong Kong? She came through her husband. Mm-hmm. I just asked her what she thinks, whether she likes Hong Kong. Uh, she likes Hong Kong in a sense that it's very, it's very peaceful. I mean, like if you're in Nepal, you, there might be riots, there might be like something called Bonda, which is when the whole country closes. And if you, if they see any, you know, like cars or anything, they would go and, you know, trash it. So for that reason, for that peacefulness, she prefers Hong Kong. But also, um, if she was uh, back in Nepal, she would like Nepal as well, because, you know, that's where all her friends and families are based. Okay. Would you mind telling me your name? Her name is Paru Gurung. Well, what an interesting morning we've had, Sushma, because we've been having a look at provision stores. Oh, we've just had a good feed. What was it that we had the other day? Was it Momo dumplings? Yeah, we just had Momo, which is, yeah, it just means dumplings, but we had the uh, chicken one. Yeah, that was pretty good, right? Yeah, so you can have chicken, vegetable or pork. pork. Yeah, and, and there's in, some other varieties as well. And here along the street, in fact, in Jordan, um, so if you come along Battery Street or any, there's about two or three adjoining ones uh, that are all part of the Nepalese community here. And uh, you can either go into restaurants or actually just have that Dai Pai Dong feel. We were just out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside, I think near Battery Street somewhere. Yeah. Outside uh, a jewellers, it's called uh, Sanskriti Jewellers. Uh, lots of gold. Yeah, the Nepalese they love their gold. I think uh, not so much white gold, but gold in particular. Look at all these beautiful necklaces, and they use a lot of corals in their uh, jewelries as well. Yeah, coral and turquoise, isn't it? Yes. So you've got earrings here. A lot of it is you could see definitely uh, a woman wearing this sort of for her wedding the, the uh, yeah, earrings maybe are just like a party wear or maybe you can even get like everyday jewelries made as well you know i mean look at those bracelets wow look at those chandelier earrings as well <laughs> yes. they're quite extraordinary loads of work has gone into them yeah and the most the ones most people like is this one on the other side i'll show you it's called the queen's head because it does have a queen's head on it this is called uh, the Rani Kotaugo, which means a uh, queen's head mala. Necklace. And so this is Queen Elizabeth? Yeah. Yeah, and this, is, this one is really popular. Uh, a lot of people have this one. But what's the connection then to, to the actual queen? They just like, just like the design? Probably just like the design and it also could represent the, you know, the Gurkhas working for, you know, the British government. That's why we have British Gurkhas. Oh, wow. It's, I mean, it's all these uh, medallions going down. And uh, we've also got crescents and huge gold bangles 
and uh, rings and it's a very sort of yellow gold isn't it yeah I think the best gold you can get is in Hong Kong nowhere else it has to be Hong Kong because other gold you might get they might be mi mixed with other stuff but I think the ones they prefer is Hong Kong gold so that's Sanskriti jewellery shop here just off Temple Street actually so if you actually go to the market uh, Sanskriti is just on the, the corner yeah, it's there it's near uh, Saigon Street I can see it up there there's a sign up there so it's near Saigon Street yeah you won't miss it it's a big sign and you know like when you look into the windows there's lots of bling bling gold well, we've just come to a provision store uh, just across the road from Temple Street and uh, we're looking at the pickles. Also, we've got coriander, red chilli, turmeric here. So I could actually get all the ingredients to make up my own masala tea. Yeah, of course you can. You have the cinnamon here, right? And you can grab this uh, clove and cardamom. Yeah, and you just if you have a metal pestle, just bash it a bit slightly. Uh, just bruise it a bit and then just put it in your tea. You can use leaf, loose tea if you don't have loose tea, not a problem. You can use tea bags. Yeah, maybe one cup of milk and then maybe half a cup of water. Depending on like how rich and creamy you want it, you can do it like that. And then you can add honey or you can add in sugar. Or you can just leave it like that, yeah. And what would you use? So coriander, I could uh, use for what? Coriander powder? Cooking. Like uh, curries. I mean, obviously you can get other curry powders, but when I grew up at home, we just used very simple corianders, you know, like very simple spices. It was just very simple curry uh, powder, like coriander and cumin and turmeric, and I think that was it. And you also, um, I've heard that things like turmeric are good for anti-inflammatory. Oh, yeah, turmeric is very good for that. So if you uh, have problems sleeping, what you could do is boil up some milk, um, add in some honey for, for sweetness, and add in some turmeric as well. And that will help you sleep as well. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah it it's does. Got it good, does. good health yeah, it properties. Does, yeah, it does work. Yes. All right, well, I will get all of those items, go off and make my masala tea. Thank you very much. My thanks to Sushma Rana for the Jordan tour. From Jordan to Hung Hum, where I join lifestyle presenter Sadia Usmani at the cooked food market at the Hung Hum Municipal Services Building. Welcome, Anne-Marie. We're actually standing at the bottom floor at the moment, which is all seafood. And at the back of this place, they have lots of florists, they've got vegetable shops, fruit shops, things like that. Now, the actual cooked food centres generally are on the top floor of these markets. And I was doing a little bit of research, and uh, it seems like, you know, there's probably just over 100 of these markets across Hong Kong. And from that, about 60 to 70 of them actually have these cooked food centres, usually on the third floor. And what happened is, I think, in the 1960s, the government, it was the original Dai Pai Dong, the government actually wanted to get rid of congestion, they wanted to bring sanitation in, so they offered them kind of places in these markets. So the third floor, it tends to open from about 8 o'clock in the morning till 2 o'clock in the night. So I suppose they maybe do serve up to people who are actually working in some of these markets. So... Should we go upstairs? Yes, let's go and have a look. So yes, let's get away from the road noise as we head up the escalator past a, a huge variety of quite a lot of frozen fish and also I can see some salmon there that's obviously been imported. 
and then plenty of live fish also in tanks. So this is a very extensive fish market here on the ground floor. But what they tend to do is sometimes, um, especially towards the end of the day, they've got sort of plates made up with fish in them and they just put a price on it. And so, you know, you can just pick. So now we're on the next floor and this is very much meat. You can hear them chopping the meat. I see that there's a lot of pork here. So that obviously is the most popular dish. They also have a lot of dried food here. So lots of dried fish and meat sausages and things like that. I think you can suddenly, um, the distinct smells come through automatically downstairs. Although generally fresh fish doesn't smell, but you can get the smell of the sea when you're in the seafood section. And then as you move on to the meat section, there's a very strong smell of meat. I can see this being very distasteful possibly for somebody who's a vegan or who's a vegetarian because it is quite blatant. You do see the carcasses hanging up there and pieces of different type of meat. So it is actually quite a cultural shock. So we're working up towards the next floor, which is the cooked food center. It's kind of relief to get in here because suddenly from the heat of the market, you come into quite a cool bit where there are lots of tables set. It's a massive area. I would say a thousand people, more than a thousand, could actually fit in here. And certainly like Friday night, Saturday night, it's just heaving. It's very busy. I sort of discovered this place and they had a folder too, which was in English. So let's go over there then. Hello. Hello. Pleased to meet you. Hi. <laughs> uh, lemon tea or milk tea or... Yeah, just um, lemon tea. Lemon tea. Ice lemon tea or lemon tea? Ice. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Did you do e-cafe? Yeah. <laughs> so it's great to meet you, Kara, here at the Hung Hum Wet Market. So what's your full name? Mm, Kawan. So your mum has had a stall here since 1984? 1984. Oh, they come in China and then they uh, in the China and then come to Hong Kong, then around in the one years later, um, they they started uh, this store. But uh, the first the first SGS is not here. This started 20 years ago. What sort of work do you do here then? Do you cook or? Someone like the riches, like a riches. So you must have in your childhood. So if it was set up in 1984, then did you used to come here when you were a child and then help? When I was child, um, yes, the first time I come here is at 12 years old, mm-hmm. yeah, and then um, I'm like a waitress. <laughs> so you work as a waitress? Yeah. yeah. So you provide the order like with us. Where did your parents come from in China? Guangdong. With your stall, you provide Cantonese food or? Cantonese food. And yeah. what, what do you like specially for you? What's your, what's your favorite? Chicken. <laughs> Chicken and then fish, the seafood. Yeah, right. because my mom and dad, the, the home time is near the sea. So that's why they cook the seafood is better. So when you cook the seafood, you steam it? Yes, steam and then deep fry and then with the spicy crab is better. <laughs> what would you say in the in terms of like the number of people who come here like in a week? How many would you say actually you serve up? Because there's quite a few different restaurants here apart from yours, right? Did. Three restaurants here, Chiu Chiu Food, and then we have the Canton uh, Canton Foods, and also two store also is a Chiu Jiao Food. Chiu Jiao, okay, wow. Is there competition between you guys? Who gets the Who gets the people to sit on the tables? No, no, no. It's, it's okay. <laughs> when they sit, uh, sit our table because we haven't we haven't got any Chiu Jiao Food to, to sell. 
and then we can go there to buy. Yeah, you're all good friends here. Yeah. <laughs> what are your prices? Are you expensive? I don't think it's expensive. It's normal. <laughs> Let's have a yeah. look at the menu and we'll see what you serve. This is the, about the beef, chicken, and then pork. It is in afternoon. Afternoon. Oh, I see. So, so you have. Uh, so, yeah. can you come? So, what time do you open? At uh, eleven. Eleven to eleven. Wow. And yeah. so, so we can come for a late breakfast, early yeah. lunch. What's your restaurant called? 14 to oh, you're, 16. Right, 14 to 16. On the third floor of the Hung Hum Municipal Building. So are you working every day or Monday to Friday? or Six days, because I will off after Monday. I will, I will come here to 3 o'clock to 12 o'clock. Um, have you got real sort of typical Cantonese food there? Ah, deep fried squid. You also have, it's really useful because when I came here the first time, because obviously I, we couldn't communicate, um, Cara actually gave us a folder. Remember that you have a yeah. blue folder? And so in the blue folder, um, this is aimed at people who can't speak Cantonese yeah. and don't know. <laughs> so my, me and my husband pick up the blue folder every time. They just look at us and they give us the blue folder. <laughs> And then in the 1st of September, we had a new photo for English Manor. Bigger in the 1st of September, a new cookery coming. And then you can, you can come and try. So is he going, he's going to have some specialist dishes now? Yeah. And then the, the first is the beef with the, some potato and then some Swiss sauce inside. You know the, uh, the people who work here? Because I, when I've come in, I see that this is your, you have your, your mother who's working here. Who, in, in terms of relatives, like how many people work here? Like how many people work in the kitchen? How many people work total? Total, 11. And how many family? Four. Me and my husband and my mother and my father. So that's your mum over there with the apron? Yeah. Ah, my mother okay. is, a, is a here seven days. <laughs> wow, that's very yeah. hard working. Is she a good boss? Yes, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so what do you think that we should try today? You can try the steamed fish because the steamed fish is the fresh. And then enjoy the chicken and then you can try the... In the Hong Tan chicken. Hong Tan chicken is a come from kind of Huizhou, Huizhou of China. And then it's a soft chicken. And otherwise you can try the, I don't know how to, how to say in the English, the Chinese is Jiu Gaibo. And what and, is and that? Jiu Gaibo is a um, little pork cooked together. And then the first one is a spicy chicken. I, I like the spicy chicken. All right. Yeah. And then you can try the spicy chicken. It's, it's garlic with the hong chiu and then there's some little bit spicy. Whole chilies in there? Yeah. Wow. I think this is delicious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so does it make your mouth really burn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you like the, if you can eat the spicy and then the spicy chicken is better. Okay. Mm. And then what vegetables do you have? So pak choy or? Yeah. Now, with a bakari and then a pak choy and then a choy some. And we have the two summer vegetables, tong chai, yin chai. Uh, so these are the summer? Uh, yeah, yeah, also in the summer, April to September. And do your vegetables come from China or are they coming from the new territories? China, because they also either buy in the market. Yeah, because it's interesting, you know, because I mean, I know that there are still some farms in, in the new territories, huh? but just now I went by train to Guilin huh? and coming back through Guangdong, 
I see so many farms. Yeah. They are still plenty. Yeah. <laughs> but, but because the new territory, the territory is more expensive. Oh. Yeah. Right, right. And around in the, from example, it's come from China, is around in the 15 days. But in the new territory, around in the 30. Yeah. In the Dubro. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we are going to China. So do you go back where your parents came from? Do you go back there in Guangdong? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. what's the village? What's the town? Weizhou is a Longchun. It's my Yuchun. It's near the sea. Oh, is that the Dongjiang? Yeah. Dongjiang River. And when you go there to visit where your mother comes from, do you feel that it is your home as well? No. No, here in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, your husband, what's his name? Louis. Louis. Yeah. Is he a waiter or is he cooks or? A waiter, yeah. Did you meet him here? Yeah. You met him here at the... Yeah, because he's a customer. <laughs> My thanks to Sadia Usmani and Kara Um, talking there at the cooked food market at the Hung Hum Municipal Services Building in Ma Tao Wai Road. Thanks for listening and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage.